You're listening to Talk of the Town, the podcast for Lurgan Town FC, the place where you'll find heart on the sleeve in bucket loads. Hello and welcome along to Talk of the Town. My name's Scott Gordon and I will be your host of our brand new podcast. So we've not long wrapped up another season at Lurgan Town. In fact, that's our 30th season that we've just finished. Um, I have very vivid memories of our first years training at Dixon Primary School, Monbrief Playing Fields and the Lurgan Junior High. And to think of the facilities we now have at the arena, it's unbelievable really. Uh, I love a good stat, so here's the figures of the season that we've just had. We've had three men's senior teams, one senior women's team, 15 junior boys teams, four junior girls teams and nine academy boys teams. We also have our soccerability section and when you add all of those up, that results in over 600 members at our club. And given that we started with just three teams way back in 1988, it's fair to say that we've grown quite a bit over the past 30 years. For the first season in a while though, um, we didn't win too many trophies this year, uh, but it's not about winning trophies, sure it's not. Yeah right, who am I kidding? We all love to win, otherwise why are we playing the game? But we did get to a number of finals along the way and narrowly missed out on lifting those trophies. Um, but we we will get another crack at it next season. Um, our Swifts did manage to gain promotion and we had a couple of trophy wins in the younger age groups, but not to the extent that we've had over the past three or four seasons. Uh, I can remember uh, the season before last, I think we won upwards of 14 trophies. But as I say, we'll get another crack at that next season. Um, we had a particularly good year for the seniors for the first time in a while. And our special guest, Lee Dixon, will get into more detail about that. So let's get on with the show. I'm delighted to welcome Lee Dixon to the show. Um, for those of you that don't know, um, have you been living under a rock? But Lee is the, the gaffer of the first team. Uh, welcome, Lee. Hello, Scott. Nice to have you. Honestly, when I, when I uh, asked you to do this, I thought you'd tell me where to go. I thought, there's no chance I'm getting you here. And even right up until tonight, I thought he's still going to pull out on me. So I'm delighted that you've, uh, they haven't backed down. So here's the plan. Chat about, about a bit about Lurgan Town then a bit about football, and then there's a few people want to ask you a few questions. No problem. Sound yep. all right? Yep. Good man. Right, ever done anything like this before? Never. No? All new to me. No media training? No, no media training. Yeah. Just listening to the radio, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Genuinely, do you not get anything no, like this with badges? I think you do it in, the, in the, the top level badges, Okay. you know, and stuff. I don't think you do it around the, the grassroots or, or B level. I think it's always up and around the A's and the pro. Okay, all right. That's good to know, actually. I actually was a throwaway question. I didn't think. I think I think that's the case. Like I think it's a higher up you go. You know, you're more expected to. You wouldn't be expected to be talking to the media. Or that's a, well, that's a fair point. Apart from the, da- the Daily Mirror online. Yeah. Um, right. So you took over from uh, Chen, Chris Kelly, at the start of the season. Blow Chen. We know you're listening. You're probably her only listener. At what stage did you know he wouldn't be running things? Uh, I, th- I think it was maybe about two months, two three months before the end of the season, coming to me and and, and said that he had wanted to take a step away from it and he, he inquired would I be interested that he had spoke to the chairman Nigel and would I be interested in, in taking it on and um, as far as I was aware you know Nigel had 
been interested as well. Other than that, uh, I didn't really think much of it. I thought it was just another one of them ones where he was pulling my leg <laughs> and having a having a nightmare after a bad result. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it just just it came about then. And because yeah. you you've been his assistant for a while, a season two seasons. Yeah, I think it was just well that was the second season. That was that was the second yeah, season. So the end from, of the second season. Yeah, come over from the institute and then yeah, I was enjoying it. I really enjoyed doing the assistant manager and and to be honest, I didn't see it changing for the foreseeable because. I enjoyed that link between the, the management and the players and I think it's fatal that um, a manager has that link between the players and the and the, the main manager. Yeah. You know, in the form of an assistant manager. So yeah, it was it was working for me. So Okay, good stuff. Right, so the season kicked off in August and during that month we had six games. We won one, drawn one, and lost four. And it took us to the fifth game of the season to win. <laughs> you're probably thinking, what What have I done here? Yeah. Uh, no, it does cross your mind because then you start to doubt yourself. And, you know, after the hard work that we've put in and, you know, the players that we've signed at this stage, uh, you're wondering, right, okay, um, are you up to the job? And then you're looking from above and saying, are you going to get the chap? Are <laughs> you going to be one of the first managers the first, ever to get sacked? I'm <laughs> uh, not get paid for it. Uh, so no, uh, the nothing. It, it was just a, a case of right. Okay, reassessing what what was going on and and just going back to the drawing board. You know, each time, and um, because I knew the boys had it in them. You know, you can see the quality they have on the training pitch. You know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then you're seeing it on the pitch on Saturdays and then the results just aren't going your way but I wasn't that stupid you know you're, you're signing over uh, 10 players you know 10 or 11 players going fresh into that season it's going to take time for them to gel and I think everybody just needed to persist and and just go with it. I, I remember you actually telling me that I think it was it was before the Camlock game we beat Camlock 8 nearly at 1 yeah. that was our first win and I can remember you saying to me actually once they click they're going to click Yeah. and that would have been the first game well, they, they we really went did. up to Camlock that day and you know we're, we're under no illusions you know they, they weren't the greatest team mm -hmm. um, and you know it was a scalp there to be taken and but that changed after 15 seconds into the game we're 1-0 down is that right? Uh, yeah and you're thinking <laughs> Right, this really is going against us here. If you lose this today, this this is the writing is on the wall. <laughs> right, we got we did, you know we went going into half time, you know two one up in that match, and then you know we had a good chat at half time, and then once we came out in the second half, fitness was always going to tell because you know as the seasons went on, yes uh, the quality's been there in some of the games, but one thing that has always stuck with us in matches is a fitness. You know they they are such a fit team. Yeah, no, they are. There's no. You're not carrying anybody. No. You know, you're not carrying a Jeff Green away yeah. as we have been for the past <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, but it's a, even they're looking after themselves in the gym and, and stuff as well. You know, they're training with us, you know, uh, for an hour and a half each Tuesday and a Thursday yeah. and playing their match on a Saturday. But there's boys going to the gym and, and, and knocking out sessions, you know, every Wednesday, Monday, you know, even the nights of training, they're in the gym that morning and stuff. And yeah. It shows, you know, coming in, in the last half an hour games I mean a lot of people that were played over the you know the course of the year have always commented on it and it's something you have to take sort of pride in it yes you don't want to be 
you're not a running club and by no means you know where the boys run hard over the year mm -hmm. you know everything's done with a ball and that's the way i would have wanted it if i was a player oh, but you know you can disguise you know hard graft with a ball you know quite easily and they're not the smartest punch yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it stood to us and i think it got us out of a lot of holes you know as, as the season went on yeah we moved into september then and September's always a funny month because you get the Irish Cup and you get an Intermediate Cup, so you, you sort of get a break from the league. And normally we, that's two competitions we struggle in. But we didn't this year, we, yeah. we've done quite well in them. I know whenever the, the ties come out, you know, you're, you're thinking, oh no, look, you drew against these boys, you know, this, this is only going to be one round again, you know, but I, I can't remember who was the first. Irish Cup was Desert Martin. Desert Martin, yeah. They, they come down, they're coming down from that, uh, the Balamina League and they were turning it up a bit you know at uh -huh. the stage at such an early stage and you're saying right okay you know we're going to be up against it here today but credit to the boys you know they, they didn't i don't think we ever took on anybody this year and, and said right okay that's the name that's coming down you know we have to fear them mm -hmm. you know it was respect them before and after the match and um, but during the match was just it's 11 against 11. That's it. I think that's what you have to go in the games. You know, you're nearly beaten before you go out. You know, you're 1-0 yeah. down at the very the very best. Um, Marshall Cup uh, then was Nakmina, who are, what, Division 2? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it turned out, it was tricky at the start, if I remember correctly. But in the end, we sort of, yeah, our quality shone, shone through again, didn't it? Yeah, Nakmina always, you know, because they, they share our training facilities and stuff up to a certain point there. Yeah. Um, you know, they've always been a team you'd keep a close eye on and stuff and knew they had a bit of quality there and thereabouts on the pitch. Um, and they did make it sticky for us at the start. With it, I said it before about the fitness and stuff, you know, if we get any team to half time, you know, it's always going to be a battle for them after that. And, and that's what it was. It was just, a, you know, we really kicked on in the second half, like, and to be honest, five sort of... Five one, five one, yeah, I think, yeah. five, I think it was five one or five two. Five sort of flattered us a bit, but they had chances and, and things like that. And a late signing off, I think in that match there was it was only really going to be one winner. Game I think it sticks out for me was was the next one uh, was Dromore Amateurs, and if I remember we were three 0 down. Yeah, yeah, and we come back and beat them four three. Yeah, was that the was that the catalyst then? Do you think that was that, that the boys I, well, knew they it, could do this? It's something that I've said many times to the boys in the change rooms and stuff. Thank God there is the day then the season changed. Yeah, you know because you're you're turning around and and you're seeing the team have sort of performed you know over the years to similar qualities of ourselves, made the top table team. And it sort of kicked on a bit, you know, in, in the match they had, you know, a run of play and they were causing us big difficulties. And I remember turning around to, to Paul and, and saying, this could be anything, you know, this is two or, two or three here at the minute and it, this could literally be anything. And Against us, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. you know, uh, and, you know, they, they just kept coming and coming and coming. Best thing, you know, I think Henry uh, Warren, um, who's been brilliant this year for us, he suffered a, an early booking in the match. And it's it, like it kind of <laughs> took him out of the game, really. Yeah. Um, we got everybody in at half-time, and we made a couple of reluctant changes, but changes that needed to be made. Yeah. And then we brought the Evergreen, uh, John Gay on, <laughs> and uh, I think that just changed everything. Uh, I think Gravo scored a, you know, a great goal from the edge of the box in, in that match, and you know, it, it was the change for the likes of Ashley as well he, he's been a center forward all his time and uh, as the season was going on i could see we were struggling to get him on the ball and and get that service to him yeah um but not much that was when he moved into that position in the hole behind the front two and from that from that moment on in the game 
bringing John on, who won absolutely everything in the air and run his, run his guts out for 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, it really, really changed everything. And, you know, even when it got, you know, got the likes of 3-2, you just knew that there was something in the air that you were, you were going to go on and go on. We got the three all. I think they burst up the pitch. Um, and I think it was Hoy um, cleared one off the lane. Or, or it would have been four three to them in the dan seconds, and then we had went straight up the pitch the and, end. and scored at the other end. And I, I, I'd been in change rooms with results changing and stuff, but boys just knew then. I think the penny dropped with them then. Like this is what needs to happen. You know, this is the way we need to perform. Yeah. That forty five minutes. And but it, it certainly seemed that way because your next 15, 15 games in the league were unbeaten. Yeah. So the start the stats were in August we played six. We'd won one, drawn one, and lost four. And then September to April, played 13, won 12, and drawn one. So yeah. that that really that game really was the the catalyst to kick to kick the season on. Yeah, I, I, I think performances were always going to come because I think we were down a couple of players, a couple of guys were away on holiday. There's nothing we could have done about it at that stage against Oxford away. Couple so of one, big players. It was the one nil, wasn't it? I was one nil, but like anybody that watched, I remember being a big crowd down at that game that night and. We missed a hot full of chances. Yeah. It, you know, it really sticks with me because you know we did play the better football that time, uh, that match, and uh, Oxford really, really struggled with us. You know, it was a, a breakaway goal and, and things like that. And this was a team that's that went the whole of August unbeaten. But I was going to say yeah. they were unbeaten up to up and well, still were unbeaten after the game, yeah. but they knew they were in the game. Yeah, and I, th I think the penny dropped. You know, with that that game, you know, we, we knew the formation that we had to play. Um, and then with the Dremore game came the performance, and then after that the rest is history. It's history. Well, just on formations then, do you have a prefer preferred formation that you would like to play, or do you have to see what's available to you and, and sort of fit the boys around that? Well, at the start, you know, uh, all my playing time, you know, with the likes of Donaldstown and stuff, we played, you know, with the three at the back, the three five two. Yeah. And I always thought it was comfortable. It gives you that assured confidence. The back three, you know, three centre halves, and you know the wing backs. If you can get the right players in, you know they can kick on and, and defend as well. Yeah. Um, but I think there's uh, wing backs are, are few and far. They're hard to come by. Yeah, the yeah. ones. Jack, yeah. Jack McNally's a fantastic example of yeah. it. Yeah. But like Jack, he's way in this year. You know, there's double figures in assists, and goals, double figures yeah. and goals. You know, and that's from a, from a left wing back position. And yeah. You know, on the right hand side, you know, you had Jordan Wilson and you know, you had, had Bon playing there as well, and and sometimes Crow, and you're you know you have a good pool of players there that can play these positions, and I think the three five two suited us. You know, we changed a couple of times in pre season and stuff, but in my mind, I wanted to try that because whenever I was at Downstown, you know, under the likes of Juki and stuff, yeah, that was a formation that we always played, and it was attacking and. You know, we very, 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 good, very good lost, success with it. Yeah, yeah. we very rarely lost games, and you know, we had cups and stuff. You know, so uh, you know, if you know it, why not play it? Like, yeah. um, you know, but that's not that's not our one trick pony. Like, you know, there's there's games there this season where we have changed and we have won it with it. Like, you know, you can play the four three three, the four four two, or whatever. You know, whatever needs be. When you've got the players that can adapt, then you know. Yeah, and we do have a versatile squad. You know, there's players there. You know, you'd look at them and say, okay, he's maybe a centre midfielder or he's just a centre half. You know, but these players are versatile. You know, every one of them is versatile. You know, even looking at the forward line, there's a lot of them boys can play on the wings. You know, drop deep into a centre midfield position. You know, they're all versatile and all good at them. Yeah. You know, yes, they prefer positions, but 
you know, they're, they're happy enough to do a job as well. When these, but yeah. yeah, you know, I think that it's sort of the team spirit and the team, you know, camaraderie, you know, that, that that's coming from that as well. Isn't it? There's no yeah. sort of egos or anything like that. You know, everyone's no. pulling the same direction. I don't, that's one thing we don't have. Like, and a uh, you know, with players there that have won trophies galore and and medals there and intermediate football, likes of Ashley and and stuff, and then you, you have young players like so. Uh, Ziggy coming through there, he's he only 19. Um, and Jordan Wilson, he's international cash for the futsal and things yeah. like that. But there's no egos, you know. There's there's, there's not. And you know, if you if you're looking around the full squad, you have you have Jack, you have Henry, Warren, you have Joel, and you have Marcus, and they're all youth cup winners. You know, with Portadown oh, and Avon well, respectively, that. like yeah. you know, so. There's there's quality there, and and these guys know what it is to win. Yes, it's always been at youth level, you know, with with uh, with a couple of them. Yeah. But winning breeds winning, and you know they, they've had that taste at a, at a decent level. Let's go back to this rectory game then. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to, but well, we have to touch on it. Uh, well, one. <laughs> uh, the the one a few weeks ago, the one up there. Uh, I'll paint the scene for for those that don't know. Uh, so Rectory have one game left and they, they need a win. Uh, we need we need five points from our last three games. Yeah. But if Rectory win, it's it's basically all over. Going, you know, on the lead up to the game, what what were you feeling before it? Let's let's go the day before. Let's go Friday. You know, were you nervous? Were you you get a good night's sleep? You know, okay, does, that, I, does that not bother you? No, I don't have problems sleeping before games. Like it's fine. At the end of the day, you know, this is this is intermediate football. You know, there's worse things in the world. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> I, I don't really sleep over football. Like, um, but the, the buzz around the club was good. You know, at the end of the day, we were going into it in form. Like you said, you know, you haven't been beat in the league. From September to April, it was, yeah. Yeah, you're looking at it saying, right, okay, our last defeat was to Oxford away in August. Yeah. And I think they were going through a bit of a period where uh, the manager had left, Juki had left off, yeah. at, uh, I think it was December time. Um, a couple of players followed him out the door. Uh -huh. I think Tony came in uh, to do a job, and you're, you're seeing their squad went over and watched them against uh, Dremore away. Um, and Dremore sort of gave them a bit of a, a saying to, I think it was four, uh, they beat them. Yes, um, well, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah, yeah so, just before, yeah. Um, like, we know the formation they played and, and things like that, but, you know, come the, the Friday, you know, after speaking with Jeff and Beatty, you, you can't help but go into the, the, the game confident, but at the end of the day, we know what Rackery did to us in the Cup uh, right. at Christmas, they beat us 5-2 up there. Yes, look, there was a couple of individual errors and stuff that changed the game. You know, it could have been a whole different game bar that. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're in it together, you know, as a team. Yeah. Um, well, I can remember Joel McConnell coming coming over. Joel would, would drop in and see us now and again. And he was saying up until that point, you know, learning time with the toughest team they've played, yeah. re regardless of the score, you know, they knew that they were in a game. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm sure they thought that. I mean, at, at our place, it was one each. Um, as well, and I was down for that game, and it was it was nip and tuck, mm -hmm. um, and anyone could have won it on the day. Yeah. Um, and then we, but we go up there, and like the result was was two one. It's not the one that we wanted. We'd pinned our hopes on. Well, that was our season, really. You know that last. Yeah, game, that I, was think, the last I think game, it all come down to that there. You know, and I think you know as management and players, I think we were a wee bit naive as well. You know, because we went to that game thinking it was win or bust. And really, and truthfully, you know, a draw probably would have done us. Yeah. You know, and and then you're looking at the next two games of Sego and Lower Mays and looking to apply yourself, you know, properly to them games. Yeah. Whereas the the result happened, like on the day, you know, 
I think anybody who was up watching it, you know, would agree that we were the, the better team. Better team. Well, that's what I was First, going to ask. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't there. Uh, Chin was doing the, the Twitter updates for me, and I was. I was following it on there. Yeah. And, I, and that's what I was going to ask you. We we didn't deserve to lose in. No. Uh, well, in my opinion, I don't think so. You know, we addressed a couple of issues at halftime and stuff. You know, and oh, and then it won all. Um, I think Henry scored a, a great goal. You know, to to get us back to one all. Yeah. After. Um, you know, a, a first goal that probably could have been avoided. We got out in the second half and, and we, we sort of took it to them. Yes, but they had a couple of decent players in their team that they always would have. Uh, Rackery, over the, you know, this year, they, they've had some good players. And I think uh, the, the ball had, had come from a set piece. You know, it was worked down the right-hand side. You know, this was about with about 20 minutes to go, I think. And I remember the left-back moving inwards and us screaming for him to be picked up. and. The ball coming across his body, and like he, he's he's a cracking, you know, set piece, you know, Tigger, yeah, yeah, he, he he's he's hitting everything, you know, he's a good striker of a ball, but the ball come across his, his chest between his, you know, his chest and his stay area, and you're saying, I know he not hit that, you know, he, he and, did. <laughs> and, and he hit it, and you know, it's a goal that would, you know, was worthy to win the game, yeah, in my opinion, like it was a good goal. Could there have been better marking? I don't think so, you know, it was just a good goal. It was just one of those things, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, but you, you hold your hands up, don't you? I, but I'm a firm believer of, you know, you know, a goal's a, goal's a split second, you know, there was, there was 90 other minutes in that match, you know, can we not go and do something? And and at the end of it, you know, at full time, you're deflated and you're saying to yourself, well, did we do enough? And it's different when you can turn around and say you give it your all, but I think on the day, you know, a couple of our players, you know, didn't, Turn up for that game, okay. really. Whereas they were firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Well, they they knew that that was their cup final. You know, yeah. we we had, as you say, if we'd have taken it to a draw, then we needed, you know, we needed four points from the last two yeah. games. You know, um, I mean, the, like you know, it was never a given. You know, at the end of the day, we went on that run, and you know, nobody expected us to be no, there or thereabouts. Definitely not. You know, and when it came to it, you can't turn your nose up at the position that you were in. That's what you want to be. You want to be involved in the tight runnings two or three games to go and you know that's what we were we didn't set out that way but it came to our doorstep and we couldn't turn our nose up at it weren't, weren't good enough on the day had it been another day of the year yeah you know who knows what could have happened just over the year you know you're only taking a point off rectory and you know they're putting you out of the cup you know it could have been so much different so much you different. know had we appeared you know in them three games yeah. i think a it was the name that beat us. You know, we went back to you know speaking about Dash Cup. I think they were the the only the only team that we feared. Only, that, 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 well, I wouldn't season. say I feared. I would I would say more. Uh, boys were listening to stories about what boys were you know getting up here and what's the caliber of player they had. Yeah. And you know, I think they just sort of believed. They believed the hype. The hype. They believed yeah. the hype. Whereas if they went out and played the way they played against every other team. Oxford, you know, they're hitting fifty odd points there to win the league, and what we didn't do to them at home, yeah, it's, you know, taking that. Well, that's the thing. And then you can look at it in the other way. You know, we had the we had the poor enough start, and that's only to be expected. You had, what nine, nine, ten, eleven new signings. Yeah, you know, and that's and if we had had a better start, then it wouldn't maybe come down to that at the yeah. season. It's all ifs and buts, though, isn't it? Yeah, but then you're looking at the start, and you're saying to yourself, well. You know, your first nine games are away from home. As well, yeah. That's yeah, right. The pitch was the pitch wasn't ready. The pitch wasn't ready. With um, an awful, or a great summer, but yeah, an awful for the pitch. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you know, we had I think it was nine, nine maybe ten away games. That's right. And you're saying to yourself, well, 
all right, you, you had those home games to come and it built up a bit of momentum at the time, but nine games on the road is, is hard for any team. It's hard, for any, it's hard to pick up points. Yeah, you and know, I think that contributed the to the start that we had. Yeah, no, low, I think but, you're right. Uh, Walls would have had to play them games, but it's different when you can play one at home, one away. away. Yeah, you definitely. Know, at home, one away. But, you know, but all in all, I mean, third in the season, uh, sorry, third in the league for the season and cup runs that went on to the quarterfinals in big competitions as well. You know, we I think we with hindsight, we can look back and go, it's been a fantastic season. Yeah, well, I think uh, the way we started out the season, it was, you know, to try and do as well as possible on all fronts um, and, and get a team that would finish in the top half and then that's them settled and then we'll kick on next, next year. Um, but obviously halfway through the season, the goalposts changed <laughs> with how we, you know, we were playing and the points that we were picking up. And then you have you find yourself, you know, in December, January, you're in a title race, you know, with two other great teams. And you possibly you could throw Craig Oven into that mix as well. Yeah. And Market um, Hill finished strong as well yeah. in the end. They well, finished, they, they they finished fourth, the, didn't they? Yeah. They were steady the whole year, you know, and you know, they have to be respected and, and they will be a force next year. You know, they are a decent team. When you're, when you're talking about December and January, I think it was sort of three horses in, in the race, you know, but the rest came up steady, yeah. you know, at the time. Okay, um, no disrespect to the managers that were before you, definitely not. You know, I, I'd done it for maybe six, seven games when we were in a, in a period of limbo and I, you know, I enjoyed it, but it was difficult. But we needed to bring new faces in. You know, and we've talked about it there. We brought in maybe nine, ten, eleven new faces. Yeah. Did you go and specifically search for those? Did you, did you have, you know, in your mind, you go right? Well, I, I want the Joel Adams. I want the Ziggy Gargasses. You know, and I'm going to get them. Or were you just targeting good players in that in that sort of positions? Yeah. Well, I, I don't believe in saying just quantity. You know, you have to say a bit of quality. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know, not worry about the numbers. Yes, but I think the squad did need a, a bit of an overhaul. Oh, I think it did. Yeah. I think we were just re-churning out, you know, the same stuff each year and, and things, and players were going away and coming back and and things like that. Bar you know, two or three new signings each year. You know, so I set my stall out and you know I went wholeheartedly into it and I knew the positions that we needed. And you know, from playing around Mid Ulster and, and things like that, and a couple of contacts, you pick up things from people. You know, yeah. who's looking, who's looking games, who's looking to get back into football and, and stuff. And you know, I think I was lucky, you know, as well because a lot of these players are all tight knit. You know, they're all good friends. Right. You know, so you know, you the likes of Joel, Marcus, and Adele, and and Ban, and all them people. You know, they're all they're all friends they're all away friends, from football. Away yeah. From football. You know, even with the signing of Ashley, you know. You know, he was a it was a good strong signing with you know Jack at the time, and I think you know that sends a message out across the board. You know, okay, well these boys are coming to play their trade. You know, at, at Lurgan Town, there must be something you know, going there must on. Be something happening. Yeah. You know, so and then and then the rest, you know, they followed, and you're taking boys in that you know they can do a job, get themselves in a bit of shape, and Gravo came in and, and done brilliant. That, for for me, season. for me, that was the. No, no disrespect to Grievo, you know, definitely not. He's a fantastic player. But I, I, when I'd seen that Grievo had saying, I thought, well, that's going to be a good player for the second team, Gen <laughs> genuinely. Yeah. And he turns out he's he's he's, no, he's he, had a stormer all he, year. You know the qualities that these boys have, you know, from playing with them over the years, like and stuff. And we always joke about it, like 
he has he's a brave nose on him, but <laughs> uh, his forehead is is just like a magnet to a football. Um, but you know he's a good, honest, big player, and I think he holds that defence you know together at the back. You know, likes of Marcus and and Joel in there as well to complement him. You know, yeah, because he's been around. Ball. He's been around the block. Like he yeah. has, but he's played good for a number of he's years. Like junior cup finals and the slack squads. You know, with Hill Street and stuff and. At the time, people's questioning you and saying, well, "Why are you signing players from second teams and stuff?" Well, you're signing them players because you know what they can do. Yeah, and it's not a case of them players playing in second teams anymore. They're then coming to play for first, so they raise their game exactly. And you know that's what every one of them players he did. He wholeheartedly he did. You yeah. know, we were sitting there, I think, with two or three games to go, and you've only conceded 22 goals all year. These players that we've mentioned, the likes of Joel Grevo. Marcus, uh, Bong, Crozier, Carsey, all these boys have all contributed, yeah. even Taylor and Nets and, and Adam and Nets. It's all a team game and I think that there was the area that we needed to really brush up on was defence and getting these players in. You, you, you sort of base, a, you need a solid foundation. It's a bit like Liverpool, not the top, we'll talk about them later on, sure. Yeah. But, you know, they that's what the gaps they needed to fill and, you know, you build a strong defence, and then Dixie Heath, he always said, defenders win league titles, strikers yeah. win your matches. If we can get a, a solid foundation for to let the, the strikers in the midfield go on and do their job, you know, knowing that there's plenty of protection there, and, yeah. and, and, and that's what we did. Yeah, and the defence never really let us down, you know, all year. Yeah. You know, like, if you're taking, you know, the first two or three games, you know, you, you, one goal against Market Hill, uh, four goals four goals against Lower Mays, uh, another three against Tully Vallon, another one against Oxford, you know, that's uh, that's nine, ten goals. You yeah, know, uh, and a season uh, where we only conceded 22. Uh, yeah, in the first ten, in the first four games, yeah. and you're saying, well, what could have been, like, you know, had we not conceded those yeah, goals, we, we should have had a better start. The defence needed time to jail, we tried different formations, and I definitely think the three suited them boys at the back. I sort of, I keep the stats, you know, and you, you send me your stats in every week, all the, all the senior managers do. And the one thing I noticed, it was it was consistent, barring a few games where maybe Joel got a suspension and Grievo got married and stuff like that, you yeah. know. But on the whole, it was it was near enough a settled defensive line, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But changes had to be made, you know, this year. And you know, while they were, you know, taking a chance or or whatever, you know, changes did have to be made because the goals we were conceding weren't weren't helping us. You know, even the likes of Hoy there, he had started the year, you know, with the, the reserves and stuff yeah. after being a, a regular first teamer, come back in and speaking to boys that come down and watch us there, you know, supporters and, and things like that and, and players, you know, he finished the season playing probably some of his best football he's ever played for this club yeah. at, the, at the back, you know, and that's what I mean, competition just Braided, you know, and it, it helped us as we and went on. The boys helped along. Yeah. Uh, some would say your, your best uh, thing you've done this year was uh, kick Jeff Green out of the team and bring him into management. But, <laughs> <laughs> that picture, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Jeff, had, Jeff was playing. Jeff, Jeff retired in pre-season, which was, was strange. And I was I was down for the game. And it was lucky. He, he got a lovely send-off. It was against Bombridge Town, yeah, if Bombridge I'm not mistaken. Town, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Jeff has gone in and, and, and he... Him and, and Beatty alongside you. Yeah, you know those two guys are, are fantastic lads to have have yeah. along, aren't they? And they're friends as well, you know. And you know, we started the season. It was, it was me and Paul, and I think I think the the you know the decision to take Paul on was a good one. But you know things don't work out, you know. And I think it was just the right club at the wrong time, you know, for him. And you know, but a great great fella. And it was it was his decision, to, you know, to to you know leave it. Yeah, and, 
and and that was fair, you know, because he was open and honest about it. You know, then you're looking around and you're you're saying, well, who's available of the same sort of caliber yeah. and stuff that that I could trust? Yeah, you know that uh, trust's a big thing, and, and you know you can trust anybody that I've you know brought in with me. I've trusted them wholeheartedly, um, and that's the same for Paul and the same for. Jeff and Beatty, you know, and I've seen Beatty, what Beatty's done, you know, with the, the reserve team there over the years. Um, you know, he's brought in league titles and, right. and stuff, went on good cup runs and, and things like that. Jeff dipped his toe in a bit of coaching, you know, with the youth teams and, right. and things like that. And um, so, look, I knew what they could do. I think Beatty needed to, you know, take a, you know, that step up to first team to sort of spread his wings a wee bit. Uh -huh. um, and I think he enjoys it, you know, he, he's going on the goalkeeping uh, uh, he was telling me a few weeks ago uh, things like that um, so look he, he's all into that and Jeff's into the badges as well you know they're, they're all on board and you know I think they really enjoy it you know going by that and, and going by their uh, Jeff Green a social life you know <laughs> he, he definitely enjoys it because he says he only only drinks when we win and everybody <laughs> thinks he's an alcoholic he's alcoholic this year <laughs> <laughs> um, th this year is the first we've had three senior teams you know and for me I think it was it was it was brilliant because the young lads we have so many good young lads coming through you know under 17s uh, under 19s and we, they can't all go on the first team no. they can't all go on the reserves you know they're not maybe quite ready yeah you know how's it been for you dealing with another two teams below you rather than just one like it's good you know and that's one of the things that we spoke about you know whenever i came in i wanted that you know in place you know because they needed to be bridging that gap between yeah. youth football and senior football and there's no better way of doing it you're doing it in the lowest tier of the reserve you know and i think it's division four reserve four yeah, yeah so like you get teams there that are throwing players out you know you get you know just for a game you get teams that are like ourselves wanting to promote youth teams and it is a, a bit of a competitive league that reserve division for it you was know, yeah so, uh, like the the step up from the guys you know playing youth football in the morning and playing a game in the morning you know to go on and playing some of them playing 180 minutes uh, every saturday like i had no issue um, whenever i was doing it you know at a younger age and yeah most people my age done it um, it was a generation thing, though, wasn't yeah, it? And, it's, and I think it's been lost for a I while. Think it's and and it skipped, the, yeah, it skipped a good lot of and years. It's come back I again. Uh, There's too many divas about. <laughs> uh, you know, couldn't play too matches. Yeah. Um, but like the these boys seem all in on doing it, and you know they're they're good lads. They've some potential. You know, so uh, we'd be looking next year. You know, possibly getting them fast tracked. You know, till the reserves, and you know, like and, even and in the nineteens, there. You know, you you have young now. Who, That's who I was going to say. He, he he's gone from sc scoring bundles for the the nineteens to scoring bundles for the the Swifts to moving yeah. up the reserves, and then he ended up he finished. Yeah, he finished near first team the, squad the he, last game he, of the season. He's in the squad there in the, the Queens match. And, uh, oh, he was in before. Sorry, he was in the Queens match, and he was in the crew game, and he's in a couple of league games as well. And he actually started against Market Hill at home here. And, okay, and things, you know so. Potential is hanging out of him, you know, and you know that's what we want. There's there's no sense in us going out and and signing players just for the sake of it, and you know these players just going and leaving after a year. These we have to look at these kids and on on the conveyor belt that we have and using them. Yeah. Because you'd be fooling not to, because every other club would do it if they had it. No, you know, so I don't see. There's no other would. club in this area has has the potential of what we have, you know, coming no. through. Um, 
we've we've six hundred players, six hundred members at the club, you know, yeah. and every year you're gonna get five or six quality players that could take a step up, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Right? And if it's not with the first team, you know, that that's one thing I sat in place too, you know, at the at the start when I took on, there had to be, you know, two people um on their age of nineteen in the, the first team squad um okay. at all times and the set in the reserve team they had to have four. Okay. You know, so it's something that we've consistently done this year and it's been good, you know, and it's it's something that it's it's only going to help us in the long run. Um right, one one last question and then we'll we'll take a we'll go sideways and we'll talk about something else. Yeah. What what's been the what's been the highlight then of, of this season for you? What's been your standout moment? I think the run that we went on in the league and, and some of the cups, you know, we went for a period there where we just could not be beat, you know, in, in these competitions. Yeah. And it was it was good to see, you know, seeing the smile on all the boys' faces, you know, players that maybe had confidence problems and stuff, you know, coming to the club, and I'm absolutely thriving on it and, and playing, you know, playing away there with a smile on their face. That's and, what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're talking uh, what was good, I think the furthest that the clubs ever got in the intermediate cup was was a good run. You know, we all know what happened with the crew game. Um, but like at the end of the day, you know, we we feel that the team that we could feel strongest, and and they didn't unfortunately. Yeah. You know, so you have that. You have the Irish Cup run, and then obviously finishing third. Finishing third. And you know that's been our highest position for. Oh, I can't. I can't remember the last time we finished. Yeah. You know. I think it's the point tally. I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've we've finished in the top four consistently. You know, a couple of times. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm happy that. You know we're, we're finished there and we'll, we'll give it a real good go yeah um because i, I think it sets us all good for next year you know obviously the, the 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 goal next year is promotion um and this season gives us a great head start on on mm -hmm. that next year if we can keep everybody together and add to it Rightly, um, let's talk about football in general. Then uh, I like to call this section Decca One Football." Very good, very original. Is that going to stay? Is it? Uh, well, I could maybe get you in for a wee special every every episode. Co-host. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, well, we'll come to that. Graham McCoy was pitching for a co-host spot. No, I think never, uh, never, never, okay. ever. Um, right. Tell tell everyone listening your team that you follow is Newcastle United. Newcastle United, the Cartoon Army. Yeah. Uh, How did that come about? Hey, just a young age, you know. My my dad uh, and my uncles. They, my dad supports Chelsea, and my uncles all uh, Arsenal men. My see my grandfather's brother actually played for Arsenal, Chelsea, and Northern Ireland and stuff. Bill Dixon, and I think that split the whole family. <laughs> right. uh, and at the time, then two teams just didn't appeal to me. Uh, I seen these barcodes running around a football pitch, and it was a time that they were just becoming good. And I just says, well, why not? You just, you just pick, so, so yeah, Newcastle is, is literally just random. Yeah, just yeah. random. Just random. Yeah. Don't know any other Newcastle. No, what do you, Simon Freeburn's Newcastle fan, is he? Grievo, Capper. We've got a supporters club up there. Is that there. right? Yeah. Capper's a Newcastle Capper's fan? Capper's a Newcastle fan. Actually, everyone. Greg's a Newcastle fan. Newca yeah, I tell you. Just flip me, okay. That's the only way you get the same for here. <laughs> <laughs> second love or first love, Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle. Yeah. So the, the rumours of you looking to change the kit next year, the yeah, black, black and white, and white. Yeah, that's true, yeah, is it? 100%, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Rafa then? Rafa we trust or get him out? Okay, it's in Rafa we trust. Uh, look, he's only, what has he spent? A favour from he's been there. <laughs> you know, it's... it's 
it's buttons like and Ashley's not fond of splashing it, is he? You know? It seems to be everybody with the name Ashley causing me problems. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, he's Meg Ashley never ever they'll never do anything. The Keegan has always come out and said, you know, they'll they'll never do anything when Meg Ashley's in charge and yeah. you know, you, do, you have to believe that, that. Like, you know, he's he hasn't the best interest at the club at heart, like and uh, but what Benitez has done with that team, I'm surprised he's hanging around, you know, I'm surprised I'm the other team has I'm surprised in. myself, you know, that I actually thought when the season was over, you, you know, in the, in the coming days, you'd, you'd, you'd hear him saying, well, I'm away, you know, I've, yeah. I've, I've done as much as I can here. Well, I think their, their contract talks are at the minute, like, you know, but I was surprised to see him take them down to the, you know, the championship and, and, and stay, know, yeah, and stay it, with them there, yeah. And, and win it, you know, and hey, look, He's a he's some manager like and I think there'd be an uproar if he left, you know, so he could get has a couple of days to, to, sort to, dig, to get this sorted. <laughs> to dig deep. Yeah, to dig deep <laughs> and, and give him what he wants. And what about uh, Man City then? They're uh the the first I actually thought someone else had done it, but the first domestic treble for a for a men's senior team yeah. in, in England. I thought that had been done before. I, I was actually quite shocked when that came out. Yeah. Are they are they the best the best ever for you? Like I think they're you have the you know the Man United teams of of our generation that dominated the leagues and stuff. You yeah. know, you know they played attacking football, but I think um, Man City just took that to a whole different level. And yes, you can say it's a different era and stuff. And Man United would have had grafters and, and tacklers, you know, like Sakine and and stuff on their team, and, and boys are really knuckled down. But you know th this Man City team seems to be doing it in, in second gear. You're looking at a team that's finished in the top half there in the in the cup final, Watford, and they're 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 playing City, and you're saying right, if they get this early goal here, you know what what could have happened? Yeah. But in my opinion, if they had scored that goal, it, it would just bangered the beast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, it was a bit like Brighton that that, that last last match of the season. Yeah, it was last match of the season. Yeah. And they scored they scored too early, didn't they? And they were yeah. they were never gonna. Okay, I think that. everybody knew what that. I don't really think Liverpool fans blinked an eyelid whenever Brighton <laughs> scored because they knew it was coming. Thirty seconds later, I think it equalised. Yeah. Um, for me though, they've they've um, they've sort of they've invested too much money. They've come from nowhere. <clears throat> they've come from a, a second division. You know, they were getting beat by eight one by Everton, was it? Yeah. You know, to now ten years later, winning back to back leagues and and you know and pushing for the Champions League, and it, it just yeah. seemed to be just money. Yeah. You know, whereas we haven't we haven't got a team like. Like Liverpool, or Arsenal, or Chelsea, you know that have been around and have won things, yeah. you know here and there, and they've built it on foundations from before without the money, and even Man United to a certain extent, yeah. you know that they've done that. To me, Man City just just bought it. They're they're the new the new Chelsea, if you want. Yeah, well, uh, like uh, and I always have this conversation with my dad about Chelsea, and, you know, and stuff, and uh, I think it's a bonus for Chelsea fans because. They, I think they have been the most successful team in the, the noughties, so to speak. Chelsea have? I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, with the, the Champions Leagues and their, their leagues and stuff, under like some Mourinho and stuff. Like, but, uh, like, Man City were always going to spend them, them pounds, like, you know, whenever it come to it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, an oil tycoon buys you over, you know, that's... Uh, you know what he's going to do. That's it. Like, and, and makes matters worse, you know, they had inquired about Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, like Meg wouldn't sell. Yeah, you know, you just saying to yourself, like, Mike Ice is going to be the end of me. <laughs> you know, so, look, you know, but the, what they've done is, you know, money can buy you the players. These players have to be moulded into the way they play. Well, that's the other side of it, because right? I, I mean, how many, how many managers have Man City had over, it started with Mark Hughes and then it moved to 
Um, Pearson, Keegan. There's loads of them, you know, yeah. and, they, and they couldn't do it. It was a bit like Chelsea, you know, Ranieri, the Tinkerman at the start, and he couldn't mould that team. Yeah. But the I suppose are Chelsea are different. Man City, as long as they can hold on to Pep, yeah. you, you'd see them just cruising everything, be, couldn't you? must have something about him, you know, and, and everybody can say that he can go to likes of Germany and he come through Barcelona there and he, the money's there for him to spend and he's never went anywhere where there's been a struggle. Yeah. But at the end of the day, his coaching style and, and, and his persistence and his, his figure, you know, that bit of aura that he carries with him, they must have something. Something you know, about and, him. And these players are, you, you don't just win the titles that he's winning and, and not be great at what you do. Yeah. It, it, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm no fan of Man City. Um, but I, I do like Pep and I like Vincent Company, even though he's he's just decided he's he's going yeah. elsewhere now. And I like Sergio Aguero, yeah. but for the rest of them, they, they can go to pot. Like I, yeah. I don't care about them. No, but no. it's just if something about those three, and um, you know, when you watch it, even like Pep was, did you see the celebrations with him and Sterling? Yeah. After yeah, he's, giving like, he's giving him a telling off. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's he showing like he never quits. Yeah. No, I know, and I don't think the boys can. And, I think the the last time I sort of seen that was I think it was uh, Benitez and Gerard in the Champions League final. Yeah. You know he was saying you know why didn't you make this pass and stuff and I don't think Gerard was even showing, seeing him in his way like but <laughs> I think these guys at this top level that are obsessed it's just that it sets uh, them apart doesn't that it? strive to be perfection yeah. every time. Um, but what about the Champions League then? What what is it? We're what two weeks away nearly, just away. under two weeks away. Who, yeah. who do you fancy? Anybody but Liverpool. Anybody but Liverpool. Because yeah, I can't listen to the songs. I can't listen to it anymore. This uh, in Istanbul, we won it five times. I can't listen to six times in Madrid or wherever it is. I, I couldn't cope with that. I want somebody new on it, and I think Pochettino. Um, has done great things at Tottenham. He hasn't spent big money. Yeah, I don't think he's spent a penny, has he? No, he, he's sort of similar to, you know, up the road there. Like, yeah. and, but you're, you're saying to yourself, how is he competing? How is this team competing in the Champions League? I think it would just be a fairy tale for him. I don't think he'd stay if they won it. You know, I, I think th he'd go. I, th I think he'd, he'd go regardless. Uh, I don't know where to, but yeah. I, don't, I don't think he, he will stay there, which is a shame because he's a good fit. I liked him when he was at, uh, he was at us. At Southampton, you know, he was brilliant on the team that he moulded. I think he's there. done it right too. You know, he's moved up and moved up. And there's no disrespect to Southampton. But I think Tottenham, you know, was the next stage for him. Yeah. And now I think he's, he's going ready to go another for one. the next stage. Yeah. I think Man United slipped up big time appointing Solskjaer. Yeah. Um, because I click, you know, everybody deserves another chance and stuff. But I just think I didn't enjoy his football when he was at Cardiff and things. He, he got them relegated. I... Man United's choice to appoint Solskjaer, but I think they'll regret missing out on the type of manager that he is. I think so. I was chatting to him at Tim Miller night, and he said they they've done it the, the wrong Man United done it the wrong way around. He he wanted to start and and lost at the end. Yeah. You know, whereas if it if it lost at the start and then won at the end, the players maybe would have been a bit a bit better. You know, and and they would have gone right. We'll we'll play from here. Yeah. Whereas now they're coming to the end of the season and they're thinking this this guy's a clown. You know. Yeah. But I I don't I. You have to blame him because he's the manager, yes, but I, I blame the players, you know. Okay, yeah, you're looking at that changing room when you're seeing the likes of Lingard, who's just a, an Instagram model. Yeah. And you know, Pogba, and you see the videos. And they, they don't always show the, the, the good stuff that he does, but you're looking at all the stuff that they're highlighting, you know, the, the running back and the, the tracking. Out. It's not there, is oh, it? Oh, my goodness. What was he doing the other day? It was unbelievable. No, but that's that's the, I mean, that's the bare minimum you would 
want as a manager, you know, someone to work yeah. hard, or even as a fan, not even a manager. You know, if you've got a boy that works hard, he doesn't have to be the best player in the world. Yeah, that's you know? it. And I think the successful Man United teams of old always had that because they had them celebrity, you know, well, personalities in the in the in the, uh, change, the change rooms. Yeah, that drove them on and drove them on every single time. Anything was something slipping you know Keane was there hammering at home I'd have had to play the yeah. same team as him but you're looking at that team and you're saying oh there's you know like Vidic and all them boys and yeah, they've got Chris Smalling and Phil Jones and you're, you're just shaking your head football's changed big time it, it, well it has and that's, that brings me on to the next here you be reading my questions <laughs> um, the sort of I mean I I see the kids now and they're running about in Man City shirts there's yeah. more there's more Man City shirts on anything, uh, you know, any other team I see, you know, yeah. we're on the bite. Is there more glory fans now? Do you think? Oh, I yeah. Definitely. You know, is, is the football changed? That's what, I think that's what I'm trying Plastic to say. You know, flag fans. You know, <laughs> it just seems <laughs> to be, you know, all my mates are all, uh, most of them's all Man United fans, but I firmly believe at the time it was because pencil cases were the cheap Man United <laughs> pencil cases were the cheapest, <laughs> and they got laid down that lane by their parents, and that's the only reason why. You know, Man United tops were everywhere, and it, it actually done my head in. Yeah. You know, so like it, it's refreshing whenever you see kids turn around and supporting. Teams that their dad does. Well, or, well that's that's whatever, it. Or, but then there's there's you and me who yeah, don't. But yeah, that's a that, we didn't go for the glory though. We went yeah. we went for something you, else. You're looking at the likes of you know likes of Bob Savage, who's got his whole kids, that whole family is now going to be supporting Sunderland. Yeah. Like what what future has he given them? <laughs> you know, they're, they're closer to administration than they are to League One. You know, or the, the championship. You know, and, and as a rival, you know, as a mate, and a, you know. A, and the arch rivals, like, you know, you just say to yourself, what future has he give? Like, I've given my wee boy Noah a great start. You know, he's got his Newcastle kits, and, you know, he just knows success is around the corner. Yeah. You're, you're hopeful of yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm willing to sacrifice my happiness, you know, so as he gets it in later years. <laughs> I, I actually don't know what to say now about that. That's, that's throwing me. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's go, we've done Champions League, let's go Europa League. Um, Chelsea or Arsenal then? I think Chelsea's going to... Glenn so and the boys on that like me saying that they're all Arsenal men. At the end of the day, Arsenal, they have nothing really. Like you know, I, look, I did. I did watch. I watched. I watched all four semi-finals, or it was a flick in between the, the last two in the Europa League at the same time. I can't remember, but I definitely remember watching. You know, parts of the game at least. Yeah. Um, Arsenal had it easy. Chelsea, Chelsea didn't. I like Sarri. I like him as a manager. Yeah. I'm not. A, a jury's still out on. Don't even know his name. The Arsenal oh, guy. The, the Arsenal guy. Um, <laughs> but I like Sorry. I think he's been dealt another one. He's another one of these ones fall victim to the, the changing room. Yeah, guys. You know. Well, I, I seen there today. In fact, that the the Chelsea ladies' boss is linked with Your the children. position. Yeah, you know. So is it, it's not a lady, is it? It is a, a lady. Uh, she's a the the manager of the. So, the so it's, a, team. it's a lady managing the ladies' team, and she's linked with the, she's the linked men's with first team. The, the men's first team. The first. They said that. I, I definitely think that's going to happen. Like you know, that there'll be a stage where uh, a female is managing in the in the Premiership, and I think it's only around the corner. With regards to the, the Europa League final, I think Chelsea have what it takes to win. Yeah, they've got know, players that have done it, haven't they? Yeah, in, in, in the big cups. Uh, you know, this will come back to bite me. You know, no doubt, Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal will be it'll just be a complete walkover. But hey, <laughs> uh, like my dad supports Chelsea, so I have to sort yeah, of support him. Like, okay. <laughs> Thank you.
rightly there's been a few um, a few boys on Twitter and Facebook uh, want to get to know you a little bit better. Shall yep. we say? All right. So let's let's see. Uh, this is from Graham. Hi, Graham. Uh, Graham McCoy, by any chance? Graham McCoy. Yeah. Thanks for writing in, Graham. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I think, as we said earlier, he was uh, he's going for a, a co-host role here. Um, but he's, not, he's definitely not get it. So first question, the Kinky House or Golden Harvest? Uh, a Golden Harvest faithful. Uh, kinky House, too big of portions. And like you know, with my physique, I go for the smaller portions. So yeah, a uh, Golden Harvest for me. All, all day long. Yeah. Um, if you were to play one more, it was quite serious actually. If you were to play one more game again and have the opportunity to change a decision that went against you, what would it be? Uh, this is as a player. Yeah, let's go as a player. We'll do we'll do it twofold. Yeah, let's go as a player. Right. We'll do it as manager afterwards. Right. Uh, as a player, I would say we were going for a promotion to intermediate A with Lurgan Town. Oh, okay. I know what you're going to talk about. Uh, I got a penalty up here against Bourneview, um, and obviously I was in a good run at the time like and i said right i'll have this and i stepped over it and i hit the post at the post yeah. Let, let's let's clarify this that uh, dicko wasn't always a goalkeeper one of the finest right wingers <laughs> slash center forwards that i've ever seen and i could run like a racehorse um and the penalty i, I actually don't remember that miss i don't remember you genuinely don't rem i remember jeff green who was a coke in the same season yeah uh, but i don't remember you missing one then I do remember though we thumped Bourneview six in the second game of the season. Yeah, Stevie Turner played. We we were, we we absolutely battered them. That was our they were, they were our biggest rivals. Yeah, I got and hit with a photo. Somebody was loose with a camera. I still got that. Yeah, actually. I got hit with a photo. It just made me look like something I wasn't. Bit of a Spice Boy, is that yeah, what you said? Spice Boy highlights the whole lot. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think. Because they were missed out so narrowly, narrowly that year. They, well, they, it turned out they needed to win their last ten or twelve. Yeah, we were actually talking about They go for a dander with Jeff every Sunday morning, you know, to reflect on the games and stuff. Okay, and I buy the coffee and the and the, of the hot chocolate. Of and course, stuff. Uh, he doesn't put his hand in his pocket, but he comes out with good stats and he says, "I think it, they had to win the last ten games." He was talking to Trevor Williamson. Yeah, and he says Trevor said they'll win them, and they, you know, at the time they had. Boys like uh, Marky Neil playing and, right. and stuff like, and uh, the it was good banter, you know, between the two teams. Like, um, but I can't, I couldn't believe that the they actually won the one. Yeah. Like, you know, and you know, maybe then we things like the penalty message and stuff. You know, that would have went on, and won you the game. And that, that would have, it was sort of would have changed the thing. So, yeah, I'm probably the reason they didn't go up. <laughs> All right, we'll blame you. Yeah. I, I have my medals proudly in my top drawer. You know, and that's I've got I've got three winners, league winners, and one runner-up and that's the runner-up one and that's the one that we should have won probably out of them all yeah you know, like we, were, we were a good team that year you know uh, well we'll come back to that no well, let's, let's talk about it now if that team had a stuck together you know we we, we did go up i think we went up as, as uh, runners up yeah you know but then i've if my memory served me right the players started to just go here there Nixie yeah. maybe left the year I after did Nixie he left the year after you know he went to the maybe, institute didn't he yeah he went to the institute and uh, I know myself. I went to Donstown. Yeah. Um. And then I think a couple of other boys. The boys just was, left. Uh, yeah. Dixie and uh, Kingo. They, went, they to went to Anna. Yeah. And, and things like that. And I, I think you know. Joel McConnell went. He went to the institute as well. I think Joel. Yeah. I think he. I think he did go somewhere like that. Yeah. 
if we'd have stuck together, it would have been interesting to see. Like it was you know, a good, how, how you know, did, yeah. good night, sir. Like even up at Bombridge Town, you know, right. and uh, it was good, good feeling beating them. They were a good team at the time. And after the year, we took um, we took Dungannon to Dungannon. Belfast, the famous night with Bob. Yeah, Pitt. like uh, and they like that Dungannon team was was brilliant. Like they had Niall McGinn, Mark McAllister playing uh, Darren Murphy. Yeah, uh, they, they had a they had a first team out against us. You know, yeah. we we didn't. No one gave us a hope. And, <laughs> Do you remember Bob kicking the ball over the stand though? Oh yeah, he grabbed the ball. <laughs> he grabbed the ball and, and asked the referee, that, that ball's or said the referee, that ball's going down and just kicked it over the top of the stand. Uh, I've never seen a ball come back almost quick in my life. <laughs> he actually, he'd done the same thing. We were playing for the reserves. Uh, Bob, I think it was maybe Bob's last year playing and we were playing away to Portadown, BB old boy reserves. Yeah. And he'd done the same thing. That's a joke. <laughs> and he looked over at me and winked. Yeah. <laughs> That took us back ten years, you know. Yeah, it was brilliant. He's good for it, like. But <laughs> he's the only player I've ever played like, beside who actually wheezes when he runs. <laughs> he sounded like he was taking an asthma attack. Hey, but what a reader of the game! Oh, aye, yeah, yeah, fantastic. One game you could change as a player. What about one game you could change as a manager? I know you've only been a manager for a season. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna guess. Oh, it would be the Rackery game. game, yeah. Yeah, it would be that Rackery game. I've been annoyed from it, like, you know. And yeah, I didn't want to talk to you about yeah. it, but I sort of had to. Okay, start, I'm starting to make my peace with it now, but, you know, at the end of the day, these things happen, you know, and, you know, once a boy's crossed the line, you know, you know, there's, there's nothing much no, more we no, can do can about do it. Like, and, but if it could change one more game, it would be how we approach that game and, and stuff. like. Okay, man. Um, right, still on Graham's question here. He, he quite a lot. I thought he knew you quite well. Um, I've never met that man. <laughs> uh, he said, uh, "Next question: Bacon or sausage sandwich, and red or brown sauce?" A bacon sandwich with red sauce. Yes, mate. What yeah. about a combo? What about a bacon and sausage sandwich? Uh, well, that's not too bad. No. That's not that's too bad. Weird. That's the sort of thing Jen would eat. The fat on the bacon, on <laughs> You wouldn't mar- <laughs> worry about it. No, he's disgusting. If you had any superpower, what would it be? To make Likes of Graham McCoy disappear, disappearing. Yeah, par. That's what I would like. But just like a point of the finger, and then he's away. Yeah, yeah. And there's like you know, I've come across players has played against me, or <laughs> right. managers are playing or managing against me, and I, I would make him disappear. Yeah, disappearing par. Okay, uh, right. Two more from Graham. Uh, if you could wedgie any historical figure, what would it be? what goes through your mind, Graham? What what would it be and why? Uh, or will we skip that one? If I could wedgie any historical figure. Yeah, strange one. I don't know. That's that. Let's skip that one. That's yeah. a that's a strange one, Graham. Yeah, yeah go and have a word with yourself. <laughs> Graham um, McCoy. I'd, <laughs> yeah, I'd wedgie him on the nighty Matt Graham's mom. <laughs> yeah, right. And then he, would had, he would have to go home, and he wouldn't be he wouldn't be here. About Graham. <laughs> right, right. Last one from Graham. Can you uh, hum? The theme tune to the Little House on the Prairie? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, didn't think so. Right, this one comes in from Martin. Uh, that's Marty Murda. Uh, <coughs> why is Dicko so angry all the time? I I am not angry. I'm not an angry person. Like People have their wrong opinion of me. It's It always comes across like this, but it's just people rail me up. <laughs> wrong, and, right? You know, they. it's like, you know, you only see a snippet of the reaction, um, but I'm <laughs> normally a calm person. There's no mistake about it. I am a calm person. I, I don't believe you. It's, yeah. it's a toss-up between you and Timmy Lennon, who's the most angriest man I know. No chance. <laughs> I, like I, 
always count to ten every single time and if they keep on going keep on going it's just like putting a wee bodger into the, the corner then a snap a wee bit but I'm alright I'm not that worried you're not, not, you're, not like, you're not that bad uh, Neil, Neil Radford uh, has also got on uh, a question for, on Twitter um, now I, I, I sense there's a wee bit of a, an in-house uh, joke going on here but he wants to know who, what's the best goal ever scored against you so this was when, back when you were doing nets and not, uh, not running down the wing yeah well, look, to be fair, it probably is him. Uh, you know, I think I think the two teams at the time would have been the Institute uh, I was playing for and he would have been playing for Hill Street. But the whole, you know, this was down at Oxford's ground as well. You know, and I think the ball came to him and he just started to go across the halfway line. And I was concerned about the blood tripping from his nose at this point because <laughs> he never crossed the halfway line. But he unleashed one and it went straight into the top corner. But... Did it, go, it, did it go across you? It crossed me straight into the... Like, so he was going on the right and it went into it, the top he left? He was hitting it from the right and it went into the top left. No way. Right into the stanchion. And I actually think it got stuck there. But <laughs> in, the in my defence, we were having a surprise birthday party the night before for him in the Downshire Hotel. <laughs> right. And his, uh, his wife had invited all the boys over and stuff. No one found rightly. We had a match the next day. And, and the party went on a wee bit too long. And I actually think... I was still blocked the next day, or I would have been bread and butter, I would have caught it, you know, but he was so surprised by the whole events of his birthday and stuff, he didn't drink that much, you know, so that's my excuse. That's your you know. And you're sticking to it? Yeah, and there's, that's the only way Neil Radford would ever score a goal against me. <laughs> I don't think I've seen him score ever. No, that's probably the only that's goal. That's probably the only goal, and that's probably why he's asked the question, because he knows what we'd have yeah, to talk about. That's then. exactly <laughs> it. Right, uh, Duncan, uh, Duncan Laurie, uh, all the way from New Zealand, I think Duncan is now, yeah? Great player. Uh, great, great player, great bloke. Um, he wants to know who was better, uh, you or your dad? Uh, well, look, Duncan knows fine rightly the answer to this. He wouldn't have asked it otherwise. Uh, I have to say my dad, you know, he had a good career, you know, playing at the Institute and Hanover and, and New Century and stuff like that. And, you know, he had the long hair, the, the whole... Early, didn't have long early, hair, did he? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was the whole early Mark Hughes days with the long hair, sparky <laughs> look. Uh, uh, no, he was a good player, you know, from the photos. And I remember seeing him going. Uh, I actually seen his last game. It was actually at the top of Monbrief up there. Yes. You know, at, the, at the top of Hilvis near the graveyard there. And uh, I think it was an attempted overhead kick. And then the back just went out. And <laughs> was you know, I never got playing football for about two or three weeks after that. <laughs> you, know, he, you know, I always keep him going about it. You know, the overhead kick, that, that was the end of the career. <laughs> so you're saying your dad there. Yeah. I, I never seen your dad, but I did see you. So I'll, I'll probably agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, right. And this, uh, this is coming in from Joshua. The last question here. Uh, I don't know who Joshua is, but it's a very good question. What teams are you going to see as your competition then next year? So we, we didn't go up. Sorry to bring it up again, um, but who, who's going to be the competition? Provided we we continue on, you know how we how we finish off the season. Yeah. Well, look, yeah, if the teams are coming down, obviously, you know, you have your St Marys and uh, your I think it's AFC Silverwood. Yep. I don't know whether they're changing back to Craig Avon or what. I think they're know. looking to yeah. Yeah. So look, if them two teams coming down, uh, a team coming down from a higher league is always going to be strong. Um, but then when you're looking at our league. You know, the teams that impressed me the most this year against us, you know, was your Market Hills, um, your Craig Ovens, and uh, more recently, and at the start of the season uh, there, uh, with Lone Mays, you, you know, and, you know, they're the only, they're the only team 
that took uh, six points off us. Right. You know, this year, albeit you know, I think the last two games. And uh, and to be fair, you know, Sego, uh, they have went and won the All Wilson Cup. They did. And they, you know, they drew with us, and they they will be a force next. They year. drew with us twice or or once. I uh, no, we beat them once. We beat them once, and we drew with them. Year, that was it. Yeah. Um, but they will 100% be a force next year. I think Seago, you know, Margaret Hills and Craig Allen. You know, I think it'll be a strong a strong four or five next year. You know, and uh, Lower Mays will not be far away either. Um, and obviously for us, the aim is, is promotion. Yeah, that's what we have to set the stall out next year. Uh, promotion and, uh, uh, or some sort of silverware. Um, but uh, Trophy's mean, always nice, isn't it? Yeah, you know, uh, you know want to get a good cup run. Like, and I would, they did do well in this cup, but you know, or in the cups this year, you know, the external cups, but realistically, were they achievable? You know, you, you, you don't think so, like, you know, but yeah. you can only get as far as you, you, as you want, like, and, and the other things. And you're looking at the likes of Dunloy, who beat us down here, you know, we had the, the better of the play, and, and they're going on, on a trip. You know, and, and getting uh, Lauren Old Boys. That's Lauren right. Old Boys beat them narrowly, and Lauren Old Boys are playing Warren Point then. Yeah. You know, and you know. And that's what Jeff, I always go back to Jeff every you know every year. We're only five from Windsor. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, or we're only whatever. You know, know from, whenever we got you know past the first you know round, you know he, he's he's on at me about suit measurements and everything. <laughs> you know, uh, he, he can't even buy a drink on a Saturday. You know, he's looking at us to buy suits. You know, he's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the the aim for next year is promotion and hopefully and deliver some silverware. Okay, mate. Listen, Lee, thanks for coming in. Uh, this is this has been brilliant. Uh, I hope I hope people listen to it. And uh, I hope and, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and the next person that comes in, uh, whoever that may be, is uh, has been as good as this, mate. Appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Talk of the Time. If you hit the subscribe button on your preferred download location, that should mean you never miss an episode. You can keep up to date on all things related to the club at lurgantinefc.com or search for LurgantineFC on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Until next time, thanks for listening.